Blog Talk Radio. Hello listeners, welcome to a special broadcast of The Unexplained World, as it's live from a haunted location overnighter with Beyond the Veil. With me, Edward Shanahan, a spiritual observer, along with Miss Ursula Bielski, Chicago's top paranormal author, and those brave enough to participate in this Beyond the Veil overnighter. Your host is Arnette who is at our control center right now. Annette, take it over. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Here is Annette on the Unexplained World tonight. We're coming to you live tonight with a broadcast from a haunted, insane asylum where Ed is now live. Ed, can you hear me? Yes, hello. Can you hear me? Yes, very hello, well. Hello. Thank you. Okay, and Good we got Mercedes there too. Say hello, Hi, Mercedes. Hi, Hi Mercedes. Hi, honey. How, how are, are you? you? Hi. How was your day? So you know what? It started out a little bit weird today. Thank you, everybody, also for coming out to the Summer Solstice Festival with Rosina there at Willow Springs today. It started out a little rainy and a little bit cloudy, but you know what? The sun just opened up and shone down all the day. We all had a great time. The kids enjoyed it. We. Everybody was really awesome. We had a great day. So, and how, how was your how was your traveling? Um, it wasn't bad. We had a very good um, trip out here. Um, very, just hanging out, driving out here. Didn't take as long as Melissa, <laughs> which was very no, nice. No, wasn't eight hours. So, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't eight hours. Good. And tell us, where are you right now? We're at Ashmore Estates in Ashmore, Illinois. Um, it's near, what would you say, DeKalb, or is it near DeKalb, Mercedes? I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> she, already, she, already drove, she already drove, so. Yeah. <laughs> now, tell me, Ashmore Estates was an, an asylum, obviously, hey, and it's no how longer about in we, use. Right. How about if I do this? How about okay. if I bring on the owner of oh. the Ashmore Estates? His I name like is it. Scott, and uh, Scott for next couple minutes, and that's on the other end. Okay, Mercedes will be over there on uh, her phone. But uh, why don't you tell the listeners about Ashmore? You know what it was. Okay, here's Scott. And that's the one. Hi, Annette. Welcome, Scott. How are you this evening? Good, good. Sorry about the dog. Good. Tell us background. no problem. <laughs> tell us a little um, about Ashmore Estates. Yeah, um, Ashmore Estates uh, um, is was was built as the Coles County Poor Farm, Coles County, Illinois Poor Farm Almshouse, and an almshouse is a uh, is a place where people with uh, that were indigent or that uh, had mental disabilities or or some health issues and didn't have anybody around them to take care of them would be sent to by the county and the county would pay for their um pay for their 
their expenses. The medical care, yeah. Yeah, well, not really medical care because they weren't really given much of any, I don't think, from what oh, I can tell. But uh, the building was built in 1916, um, okay. and uh, it was built to be fireproof and um, tornado-proof. Yeah. And they didn't use wood in the construction of it. It's all uh, brick and uh, metal and concrete. And uh, the structure is the structure of the building is still in very good shape. Um, it has some things that are falling down on it, but uh, pretty much so the structure is good. Um, the building was used from 1916 to 1956 as as the almshouse, and uh, the the uh, mood for uh, welfare changed in the country, and people were then given. I, I'm not exactly sure about the date, but I think it was somewhere around 56. People were given money to stay home rather than to go to like a poor farm. And, okay. Uh, and so the building was kind of retooled to be a mental institution and stayed a mental institution for the balance of its days, um, although from 76 to 87. When it was closed, it actually was um, was an ICFDD, which was an intermediate care facility for the developmentally disabled. And the building has had has seen its share of death. It's had about a hundred people die in the building, and um, and people tell me I'm not a paranormal investigator. I'm a building owner. Um, okay. People tell me that the building is very active. And I've had, so you've never uh, had any experiences of your own. I I have I've had okay, uh, okay. actually actually had um, I forgot about one of my experiences until I was listening to uh, um, there's a, there's an investigation going on here tonight, and yes. I was listening to the lady who's running the investigation. I was listening to her talk about um, the EMF readers, and the last investigation we had here. Um, I have stayed away from asking the spirits anything. I've stayed away from uh, talking to the spirits that might be here or anything. I'm a skeptic completely. That's and um, <laughs> and I um, so I'd stayed away from doing any of that kind of stuff. But but it was a good investigation. I thought I'd just ask a couple questions to see what happened. I asked questions and the EMF meter went crazy every time I talked. <laughs> They're like we were waiting for you to talk, right? <laughs> yeah, it was it was just like that. Um, but there was uh, about a year ago, um, I was knocking some plaster down in uh, in one of the rooms because it was bulging from the from the moisture in the building. I wanted to knock it down before somebody had it fall on them. And yeah. uh, when I when I knocked it down, it created a, a cloud in the room. So I walked out of the room and stepped into the center hallway, and down at the end of the hallway, there's a set of stairs, and I heard somebody walk up the stairs. And it, I, it was just me and my wife and my son on the property, and it was like 2 o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon. Okay. And and I I called out to my wife and asked her if that was her, and no answer. I walked down to the end of the hallway, um, opened the door, said, is that you? And she wasn't there. I walked down the stairs, looked out of the building front door. She was... 200 feet from the building. I said, were you just okay. over here? And she said, no, I was on the other side of the trailer. And I'm like, okay. And then I looked, oh, and there yeah. was my son. There was my son. He was 200 feet away, too, and my son was eight years old at the time. Um, okay. And none of, we don't play tricks on each other like that. And 
and I knew that we were the only ones here. So I, I heard somebody walk up the stairs, but there was nobody there. So that was my uh, that was the sum total of my experience with paranormal. Um, Very often they say when you're doing something, uh, some kind of a rehab or a remodeling, is when you get some activity. So it's quite possible that you know the spirit well, I, had you know, some manifestation due to the fact that you were taking taking out a wall. Well, that's that's interesting. I never even thought about that. It may have had to do with me doing something to the building. Hmm. Right. I, about I did. I did go to Bardstown, um, in uh, Kentucky, uh, last year, and I took a picture of the group that I was with. And in one of the in one of the windows that was behind the group, there was a picture of an old man sitting at one of the tables. But I looked over at the old man, and it was a lady. Oh. And they they said that there are a lot of times they will get pictures in their windows that are not what the reflection would have been. So that's my I guess I had to add that because that's my sum total of paranormal experience. <laughs> okay, okay, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, I, I hope that you, I hope that your listeners would uh, would like to come out here. We we uh, enjoy him. Yeah, and 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 they'll be doing this again. So, uh, but we also so, want to hold house own, here. You own the building so that people can come and tour it. Uh, basically, I do I do flashlight tours here. Uh, groups of six, groups of five people or more can come through for a twelve dollar per person uh, tour. It's about a two hour tour, and um, in that I tell about the history of the building. I tell about the paranormal uh, beliefs of the building, and I tell about the it's it's funny because if you did a flashlight tour, I'd be telling you about what goes on in the paranormal spectrum here. But if you come secret. to do if you come to do if you come to do a paranormal investigation, I don't tell you anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because you got to find it. It's if a big building, secret. If the, big if the building's <laughs> if the building's got something, I want the people who are investigating to find it. You know, that's. I think that's more, that's a purer way to do an investigation, I think. Oh, absolutely. So, so and, and you know what, I haven't, I've done, I've had 13, this will be the 14th uh, paranormal investigation of the building since I've owned it in two years. And everybody's told me that it's active. And I haven't had anybody really disappointed that has, that has come. So. Interesting. Okay. I call, I call it, I call it one of the most haunted places in Illinois. That's what I was told when I bought it, and as far as I'm concerned, if it's got activity in it, it's one of the most haunted places in Illinois. Right, <laughs> a lot right. of people call it, a lot of people call it a mini Waverly because it looks a lot like Waverly on the inside walls. Mm-hmm. The inside of the building looks like that. And I actually have met Chuck Mattingly from Waverly, and I went down and saw his place, and he knows that I own Ashmore States. Okay. Kind of cool. And that's okay. Annette, I have to to tell you that Scott and his wife are the nicest people I have ever met. They are so nice and so sweet that everyone should come down here just to meet them because they're awesome. (laughs) Yay! I I was going to tell you, Annette, that we also run in October, we run a haunted attraction in the building. The reason why I bought the building is because I do haunted attractions. Okay. That's my reason why I own it is I the love attraction them. side of it. 
And, uh, yeah, I just came back from our, our Midwest Haunters Convention, which was in Ohio, in Ohio two weeks ago. And um, the that was the reason why I bought it. When I first saw the building about nine years ago, I was driving by on, this, on Route 16, which is the route that goes by the building. And I see this three-story mansion kind of building sitting in the middle of a cornfield. And I'm like, the heck is that? <laughs> and people don't just build big buildings in the middle of the plains of Illinois. Sure. And, and um, you know, I found out over time what it was, and I remember telling my wife nine years ago, that would make a great haunted house. And now I own it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so you yeah, and your I mean, wife, family I, are kind of like the Munsters or the Adams now, right? <laughs> well, we, we, we definitely look up to them. I love it. That's great. <laughs> okay. Thank, Thank you so much, so for, for, much for, for coming on the air with us. That's great. You're welcome. Now I gotta I'll talk, talk to, to the people. Yeah, I gotta talk to the people who are having the uh, experiences. Sure. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Scott. So, interesting story, huh? Now, how long Hello. have you been there tonight, Mercedes and uh, Ted? You've been in the well, building for how long? Four. We've been here since about four o'clock, five o'clock. Yeah, oh, okay, so almost yeah. six hours. Okay. Yeah, we haven't. I mean, we just got a tour of the place on the inside, uh, all three floors, and uh, I think Mercedes will agree. Once you step up to the second floor and go up, it gets worse and worse. So, the feelings. So it it's, should be very interesting. Yeah, we had a little cookout, hung out, had a good time, and now we're going to do some investigating. <laughs> yeah, we well, got, now it's uh, dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, little lightning and dark. little lightning in the background too, and we had a nice we got a nice turnout. Uh, what is it? Twenty four people, Mercedes. 20, yeah, twenty four people. Yeah, and why they're here? Hold on a second. Okay, I'll, everybody, get y'all on the air at one time, okay? Uh, to say hello, Annette. <laughs> okay. Hey, that was really fun. I like that. <laughs> I heard a weird so. phantom voice in the background, though, so everybody turn around and watch over <laughs> your shoulders. <laughs> yeah. hey, have you so. any experiences yet besides kind of a weird feeling going up into that second, third floor area? Go ahead, Mercedes. Um, I was in the basement right next to the boiler room, and I guess it was some kind of a, like a, a room where they would sit and play, like, cards and, you know, scrabble and stuff like that. And I felt something poking me in my back. And on my shoulder, and I turned to Ed, and I said, Ed, is there something on my back? And he looked, and he's like, there's nothing on your back. But it, it did it like two or three times. And, Whoa, uh, walk- that's a biggie. Yeah, and um, walking up the stairs floor, it was very hard to walk up the stairs. And I had to turn around and look at Ed, and he's like, it's yeah, hard to walk it up was the stairs. Yeah. Uh, physically, it was difficult to lift your legs to get up the stairs? Yes, it was just, I mean, it was like something was just kind of like holding us back and like, you know, like not letting us go up the stairs. It was it was very, very hard to get up the stairs. And uh, there's a room on the third floor that Ed had, he walked into and just walked right out of. And I walked in there and it was very, I felt very anxious, very nervous in there. I kept like bringing my hands together and supposedly a person, you know, and committed suicide. A woman actually got a picture of that, um, an apparition jumping out of that window. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Not tonight. It was 
yeah, they got a picture of it. So, and and well, actually, we are I, having some breaking up. Yeah, you are breaking up. Why don't you move a little to your right? Okay, there you okay. go. Okay, is that better? Yeah. Yeah, so far. Because you were talking about the window she was talking about and looking at it, and she started breaking up. That was the weird thing. Yes, yes, exactly. That's why I said, okay, wait, I want to hear this. (laughs) Uh, Should I tell it again? (laughs) Well, we heard that that somebody in a prior tour had a picture of the woman actually committing the act of committing Uh, suicide from jumping out the window. Out of... It's happening again. Yeah, you're breaking up again. Yeah, she said a per yeah, as soon as you talk about it, Mercedes, it breaks up. Uh, a person was jumping out the window to commit suicide and uh somebody's got you know, it happened in the past but somebody's picked up that on film. Person jumping out through the window. So Wow. Now they I heard yeah. Scott say that there were like uh, at least a hundred deaths in the building. Um mm-hmm. have you heard mo- were most of them from what? Just natural causes. We don't know. Suicide. He he never uh, says. I don't think. Okay. Uh, what I've heard of some, uh, because he pulled me to the side. Majority okay. of them were like natural causes, you know. But you got to remember, back in the, uh, back in the time, if anybody goes to my website, the Unexplained World, and reads about Mantino, I have some of the documents from the actual hospital that the doctors kept. And what we would call today torture, okay, I mean torture by, you know, uh, NATO would even call torture, was considered medical procedure back then, what they did to people. So, um, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, so who knows what actually went on here, you know, because um, you can't get the run. Yeah, so, Ed, are you going to do stuff. your circle of energy and try to find out more tonight? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I was hinted to. Of uh, by the owner of a couple things in here, so um, most of the people here don't know. As Scott said, he leaves them discover it. But uh, I'll work and see what we could bring up. I've been drained. I was totally drained by going on to the, and I think Mercedes will agree. So were some other people drained going on that third floor, you know. So uh, I don't so get that at all. So we attempt a circle of energy where on the second floor, perhaps. Uh, it depends. It depends. They're right here. Hold on. Um, it's, I have to go back up there. I have to go back up there. You know, we got a little time before that goes. Okay. Happens. So I have to, you know, feel out where I'm going to feel, uh, because they're, they're starting to go in now, the people. And, uh, um, it's, it's one of the, the thing, it looks, I think it's going to be in our location when we're, we're left in there alone again. Uh, (laughs) Like at the Velisca house. And, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, Scott's real yeah. nice, but he doesn't want to spend the night, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Go home to his own cozy bed. Mm-hmm. Actually, so, uh, he said that he doesn't, he will go in there without a flashlight at 2 o'clock in the morning and he doesn't care. Yeah. Is Scott saying this, Mercedes? Yeah, Scott said that. Yeah, okay, good. I like to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) He's leaving to go home to his family, not because he's scared to death. That's good. He actually lives on the property, so. Oh, does he? Really? Yeah. Yeah. They live live about, uh, they live a little distance, not a distance, but it's, I don't know, about 50 yards away from the house, you know. So there's horses out here. Horses out, you remember, we're down in the sticks. So there's horses out here and everything else, you know. So, uh, is Kathleen there? I'm here. Hello, 
Yeah, you better not bring anything home with you. That's a fact. Oh, okay. Okay. Kathy is Ed's wife for the listeners. (laughs) She's helping us at the control board tonight because my Internet's gone. Yeah, that's okay. It's not that hard. It's fairly easy. But you better not bring anything home, I swear. I won't. Uh... We're, we're also I won't, he says casually. Mercedes, <laughs> tell them where else we went. We stopped um, by. We went to a cemetery that isn't too far from here. It's actually in Ashmore. It um, was the witch's grave that we went to. Oh. There's a witch's grave out there, yeah. And yeah, when and they buried her. From the, what, from the burning times? What year was it? Mercedes, um, could you tell? Was it? 19, I think she died. 31, wasn't it? No, 1918. Okay. Okay. They, they, no. they, the um, story behind it is, is that they killed her. I guess as a witch. I don't know how they did it or why or you know whatever. But um, she said that she would come back a year to the day that she died, and on her headstone, the date of her death is February 31st. So that way she could not come back. Yeah. Yeah. The, the headstone has February 31st. And as most people would know, there ain't no 31st day in February. Hello. Mm, that's pretty cool. Do we know yeah. what the witch's name was? What's her name? Uh, I don't remember. I can. Her, name, her first Hold name on. is not Dor- Dorothy? No, I think it's Mary, actually. Oh, okay. Okay. Hey, we're going to put, uh, we're gonna put Ursula on for a bit. For Terrific. A okay. <laughs> Ursula. First of all, you want to say hi to the listeners? Sure. Well. <laughs> Hold on a second. Here she is. Okay. Now, Ursula Bielski. Um, Hello. Partners with us. Hello, Ursula. How are you tonight? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. How is your group? Are they pretty fun? It's wonderful. It's really a, it's a wonderful environment. It's a beautiful night. It's the, just the perfect environment for this. We're really excited we just had a tour of the building, and the majority, the overwhelming majority of people in the group had significant feelings at certain places in the building. So we're very, very enthusiastic about the investigation tonight. You know, Ursula, tell us a little bit. I know you give a lot of these tours. Tell us a little bit about the interior of the building. What's it, it, the condition that you're seeing there? It's it's absolutely in, it's in need of, as we were told by the owner, Scott Cowley, it's in need of a million dollars worth of repair. And this is not a huge building. It's it's three stories, but it's not, It's I think it's about 2,500 square feet total. So you can imagine oh. the repairs that are required. So it's not in good condition at all. Okay. Um, it's very, um, but everything's Safe, as I said. <laughs> okay, yeah, because I, I heard that um, was yeah concrete and brick. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very interesting. It's very it's very evocative. You can really imagine sort of what things were like when it was functioning as a hospital, and it's uh, it's really setting the stage for for us to investigate. Um, it's uh, it's it's a very interesting place. Oh, right. Now, have you ever been out here before, Ursula, or is this your first trip to the asylum? No, this is this is absolutely the first time. Um, I 
I uh, had heard about the plays a few times before, just you know, on just vaguely in different uh, places on the internet, different blogs, and I was fascinated by it. I had done a lot of investigating in Central Illinois before, but I had never heard of it uh, about Ashmore States until this maybe this past year. And I had heard that it's a very active place, but that it hadn't been investigated a lot. So I was anxious for us to bring a group out here and do one of our overnights. And um, I'm pretty sure we're going to be back. We'll be back. Exactly. <laughs> I said definitely yeah. we'll be back. <laughs> he can already foresee what's going to go on tonight, right? Exactly. He always gets the feelings, and he's never wrong. Good. Terrific. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to say to the listeners tonight about Ashmore State? Oh, this is great. It's, you know what? They, they are... Uh, the owners are so wonderful, and they've been so hospitable to us. They're so enthusiastic about the history of Ashmore Estates. So I would encourage everyone to, um, you know, sign up for one of their tours. They do flashlight tours all year round. And every October they do, you know, um, they set the place up as a commercial haunted house and take visitors yeah. through. So that's a lot of fun. So I would encourage everyone, um, you know, it's very conveniently located, you know, whether you're in central Illinois or southern Illinois or even from Chicago, it's not that far of a drive. So about three hours out of Chicago, a very pleasant drive. So I would encourage everyone, um, if they have the chance during the summer or in the fall um, toward October, to come out and, and to support um, their efforts here because they are they are trying really hard to spread you know, the the knowledge of the history of this place, which is so valuable, not just for ghost hunters, but just for, for anyone that's interested in preserving history. Oh yeah, and you know, and that keeps it that keeps it alive, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely that's Keeping what we're the history going. To do. Absolutely that's what ghost hunting is all about, I think. I think so too. Thank you, Ursula. Oh, Be careful you. tonight. We'll Take care soon. of yourself. Okay, sweetheart. I will. We'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. Thank you, Ursula. Okay. Um, it looks like we've got about five minutes to go, Kathy. Does that seem about right? Four minutes. Four minutes, okay. Okay. Well, next show is going to be a uh, week from this Sunday. It's going to be Magic, Potions, and Spells with our own witch, <laughs> Annette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll be doing some, pro- um, I'll be telling you guys how to do some prosperity spells. You know, we're in a kind of a slump economically in the country right now, and uh, I know everybody's feeling the crunch, so we'll give a prosperity spell that everybody can find easy, can do it at home for themselves. And uh, we'll talk a little about potions and incenses and herbals and ways to visualize, and et cetera. So that'll be a good show for everybody who's interested in doing something for themselves. Yeah, we're going to be talking about, too, what went down here, and also um, that's going to be the day after our, our day with David Kump, so uh, out by seeing Oh, we we'll have a lot to little, report, all kinds of yeah. things to talk about. Yeah, see if we do that little experiment out by you and that. We're so, going to have that, yeah, coming right up. Yeah, but... Uh, do you have no, the ghost box out there, Red? i got to know about the ghost box. Do you have it with <clears> you tonight? Yeah, we do. We do. All uh, right. Hopefully it doesn't make fun of me again. But, uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you like that, Mercedes? <laughs> you know what, Ed? Don't, don't break anything. That's all i got to say. Okay. <laughs> I can tell you what. Uh, Kathy would love it out here because looking up at the sky, you can see every star in the sky. Uh, way different out here than it is uh, by Chicago. 
I like Chicago. <laughs> she like she would like the sky, but far away from that building, right, honey? <laughs> That's exactly right. Because you know what it does oh, to me when I'm near oh, those places. Speaking of that, speaking of that, no uh, Mercedes, Mercedes. <laughs> well, I told Mercedes, Mercedes found out the actual name of the witch. <clears throat> and oh, I told her. Wait till my wife hears this. Go ahead. Um, it was Catherine Barnes. Oh, no way. Stop. Are you kidding me? No. no. It's not me, I swear to God. Uh, and that, that's my Oh, guess. wait a minute. Don't tell me that's her maiden name. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh sweetheart. my God. That's so beautiful. Well, honey, you always knew I was a witch at heart. So. That's why you have these powers. You're the re-manifestation of Cat, the original Catherine Barnes. I know, but I couldn't do that because it was the 31st on my gravestone, for God's sake. <laughs> you be good or we'll fix that. <laughs> I am never good. <laughs> Which makes you better. <laughs> you guys got one minute. Wrap it up. Okay. okay. All right. Annette, thank you. Cassie, thank you very much. Absolutely. Uh, Mercedes. Ed and Mercedes. And, and that group out there, be careful. Use caution. Be practical. Don't do anything too nutty. And have a good time. I know you weren't talking to me. Okay. So, yeah. uh, Mercedes, tell everybody else I said that and whatever, Ed. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you, listeners. Kathy, close with the song, close with the music, and thank you very much. Oh, good night, Blessed Good night. Bye. Thank you. Good night. Bye. Okay, I think it's